0: If you've been following the Sociology Podcast since I launched it in 2021, you will be aware of the Reverse Psychology sub-series, which is basically unpopular Chicago opinions from Chicago. You will also be aware of the SAT, the Sociology Awareness Test, where I quiz random Chicagoans about different questions in regards to Chicago history and culture. Well, this Black History Month, I'm introducing the Chicagoats Subseries. This is basically a black Chicago history blitz that details and gives brief summaries of different black Chicagoans that lived in our city and did great things in their respective careers and left a huge impact not only on the city but on the entire world. So without further ado, let's get into it. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, this is Sociology. The history of black Americans and their distrust with the banking system is deep and is egregious. I mean, for example, the Freedmen's Bank, which was established after the Civil War in the 1860s, 1870s. It robbed millions of dollars from Freedmen in the community down there in the South. And you add to this fact that white owned banks didn't want to lend to black people. It only makes sense that black people will find comfort and security in a bank owned by and ran by black people. This episode is about the banker, Jesse Binga. Born April 10th, 1865 in Detroit, he was the youngest of 10 children, and his father was a barbershop owner. He made his way to Chicago in 1893 during the World's Fair, and he's settled here ever since. Because of the Great Migration and the increase of the black community in Chicago, thanks to the Chicago Defender's marketing strategies, many of these new migrants became Binga's early real estate clients. He married a woman named Eudora Johnson, who was a relative of gambling kingpin John Mushmouth Johnson. When he died in 1907, Eudora inherited $200,000, which Bingo was able to use to purchase the couple a new home and help finance his own bank, the Binga Bank, in 1908. This was the first bank privately owned by a black American in the entire north, not just Chicago. The Bingham Bank received a state charter in 1921 and financed many homes, many businesses, many churches, many endeavors in the Black Belt, including Bessie Coleman's journey to flight school in France. Like many businesses, though, black or white, the Great Depression hit Binger hard, and the construction of a 325,000 five-story office building on 35th and State Street known as the Binga Arcade really didn't help him out. It was luxurious, yes, but it was overzealous, and the timing was bad. And a lot of black people was losing their jobs around this time, and they couldn't pay their mortgages. But Binga refused to seize their properties for liquidation, so in 1930, the Illinois State Auditor closed the bank, and Binga lost all his personal fortune. To make matters worse, he was indicted for embezzlement in 1932 and sentenced to 10 years in prison in 1933. His wife, unfortunately, died that same year. He was released from Joliet Prison in 1938 and worked as a janitor and lived with his nephew until he died in 1950. He currently rests at the Oakwood Cemetery in the Woodlawn neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. This may sound like an unhappy ending, but Jesse Binger was a man that was fearless and risked it all. Despite the obstacles that racism put in his way and also in the process, he gave other black Chicagoans the ability to live their dreams out of home ownership and finance churches and other organizations to acquire property and carry out their mission. In 2024, black people are still dealing with discriminatory practices in the banking and financing realms. Nothing has changed, and we need more Jesse Bingers more than ever now. In fact, to my knowledge, don't quote me, but I believe there's only one black-owned bank left in Chicago, and that's barely, and across the country is less than 20 black-owned banks. Money isn't everything, yet money does solve a lot of things, and we need to get more dollars in the black community circulating. That was part of the dream that the banker Jesse Binga envisioned and that we have to continue to work to bring to realization in our generation. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things and I will love you forever. Number one, please engage with us on social media. So like, share, subscribe and comment on whatever platform you are listening to it on. And number two, please make sure you pass on to a friend who enjoy it as well.